the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for his great church. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instructions of thy father. My son, if sinner entice thee, consent thou not. My son, walk not in the way of them, refrain thy foot from their path. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou wilt incline thy ear unto wisdom and apply thy heart unto understanding. Let us pray. Father God, how we praise you and thank you for your faithfulness, for your tender mercies, for your grace, for your loving kindness, for your mercies that are made new every day. Hallelujah. How we praise you, Jehovah, for you are God all alone. Hallelujah. Our great creator, the one who is and who was and who is to come, the bright and morning star, the lily of the valley the one who has prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemy, the one who is beckoning and calling to your sons to draw nigh unto you, that your heart be turned to them and their hearts be turned back to you. Father, how we praise you today that you will be in our presence, that you will give eyes, sight to see, ears, the spirit to hear, and hearts the power to believe and moreover to obey Help us, Lord God, to attain wisdom, for it is the principal thing. And in all I get in, Father, help us to get an understanding, to know of your loving kindness, to know of your purpose and your plan for us as your children all together. Father, as it is written, this is our request. We are making it known unto you with thanksgiving. So let it be done. Hello, family. We love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. We thank you guys for tuning in today. We pray that you guys are having an awesome, wonderful, beautiful Sunday afternoon. Glory to God. We have an awesome guest with us today. You guys know Minister Dion is here all the time. Yes, yes, absolutely, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Good afternoon, family. Absolutely. We have an awesome guest, Mr. David Savage, author of The Savage Path. Hallelujah. And he's going to be uh, ministering what it is to be a man. Hallelujah. A Thank godly you. man. Hi, Mr. Savage. Hi. How are you doing? Thank you for having me on, Robbie and uh, Dion. I'm really looking forward to this. Absolutely. And we're looking forward to having you here today and, and having you back again in the future. Uh, we're just going to touch on your book uh, some, uh, kind of give us a little of your backstory so the audience can get to know you. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and start now. Yeah, sure. Well, okay. So, uh, well, I was raised in West Texas, sure. so my dad was in the Air Force, so I'm very patriotic. I'm a Air Force brat, lived in Germany for a few years as a boy, and came back in San Angelo, Texas, and uh, went you know, through school there because my dad taught the uh, 
the spy school is okay. that base. Uh, I learned later that he, uh, you know, basically worked for the NSA. And but uh, I just grew up out there uh, in, in the desert, playing yeah. with horny toads and snakes, and, <laughs> and, and having a having a great time, yeah. and just uh, learning about life uh, in the desert, much like our Savior did. That is. And yes. no wonder your mama named you David then. <laughs> uh, you know, out there doing what you got to do for such a time as this. For such a time as this. What inspired you to write the book? Well, one of the key aspects of my development growing up was the Boy Scouts of America. Okay. And I had fantastic leaders and experiences. And uh, I received the Eagle Scout Award. I went on and received the gold, silver, and bronze palms. And after I basically achieved all the, the rank that I could. I started getting interested in girls like most boys do when they're 15, 16. <laughs> I decided to start a high adventure explorer post, and that was co-ed. And so we did a lot of backpacking and high adventure okay. and then uh, went to the National Jamboree. So all of this was uh, just so important to me, and I felt like I had a great debt to scouting. And what I've seen happen to the Boy Scouts of America has just torn my heart apart. And that was really the genesis of the idea for the book. I was going to write a book to remember how it used to be, you know, where it says in Scout Oath, you know, to help other people at all times, to keep myself physically strong, mentally awake, and morally straight. And it's just been torn down. It's not even called the Boy Scouts of America anymore. It's called Scouting USA. Well, God was preparing you even then. Well, in those different experiences and things like that, as you came up through your era of Boy Scouts, you know, uh, your name being David, we talked earlier about how that name actually means something to you because of the character, the most one of the most renowned characters in the Bible, even if it, for non-believers who they've heard of David and Goliath. So mm -hmm. the story of David and him being found as a shepherd boy in the wilderness in the desert places and you being founded in those same uh, like like places, mm. how did you take those experiences and transition them into what we have before us as the savage path? Well, you learn. First of all, I was also the youngest of four, and I had an older brother who uh, is seven years older than me, and I have two sisters in between. And so being the youngest, I also learned I didn't have to make all the mistakes myself. I could uh, observe right. my older siblings, right. and I was pretty clever about staying out of trouble, even though I might have really been doing a little mischief uh, by not getting caught. Yeah, you were learning how to how to navigate right. <laughs> and stay in the Well, it's more like, it reads more like you said, a memoir. So why a memoir? Well, that was interesting because originally I was going to write a book called Campfire Conversations was going to be the title, mm -hmm. and it was going to be 12 chapters on the 12 points of the Scout Law. And but as I started to study and read about being an author, mm -hmm. you know, I contacted uh, an author, Gary Thomas, who wrote a million-seller book called Sacred Marriage. He's a pastor at Second. Mm -hmm. And I spoke with him, and he said, look, you know, you have to have a theme. You have to have a premise and a mm -hmm. promise. And, you know, I read about how to write. And it's not necessarily an autobiography, but the theme, the theme of the book is what I believe is God's purpose mm -hmm. for all men. There's right. a common purpose, and that right. is a will to obey, a work to do, and a woman to love. Amen. So that's the thread through the whole book. And then I use uh, the wilderness metaphor to uh, describe 
how I went through defining the savage path. That is. And it, and it can be a pathway. It's a pathway. It's a journey. Oh, well, you get lost in the wilderness, and it's a dangerous yes. place. And yes. when you make mistakes, just simple things, you know, can be severely compounded when you're out there far from hospitals, uh, just running out of drinking water, you know, right. is one. And so it's obvious that this is written to encourage, you know, uh, men, you know, boys and men alike. But uh, should women read this as well? Will they get anything from uh, the savage path? Well, you can see that I asked Dr. Ed Young to write the foreword, and he told me, you know, you've you've taken on a pretty challenging topic here because the world <laughs> is really yeah. calling all forms of masculinity toxic, and so you're gonna you're gonna receive, you know, big pushback. And I didn't write it for women, but I didn't write it, you know, to offend women either. And I, what I have found, actually, to my surprise, is women are very interested in the book because my editor is a woman named Wendy Walters who is a mm-hmm. fantastic Christian woman Amen. and she told me look women want godly men they want a good godly man and yes. there's a very small pool of those available out there these days and she told me she goes women will read books that men write about men but men don't read books that women write about being women right. because we'll never understand them Amen. right Amen. And that's, and that's just the coming together, uh, even from the Garden of Eden. There's going to be uh, a connection, a similarity, a lot of things, and there's going to be the differences that, that, that difference us male and female. And that's just God's divine hand. That's how he designed us all together. And so in that regard, uh, even when ministering with women and the women conferences and what have you, I often encourage my sisters in the Lord to know that it's not about having a good man. It's not even about you finding a good man. It's about believing God for a godly man, a man that is is after his own heart because when his relationship is intact with God, he won't have a problem with having a relationship with you. And no doubt, according to his word, he say a man that finds a wife finds a good thing and finds the favor of God. And so women just have to know that we need to be prepared in that place. You understand? We need to be washed. As Naomi told little Ruth, you know, go wash yourself and lay softly at his feet. Don't make no noise. Don't go to the threshing floor. You understand? Because contrary to popular belief, we're not as females, as sharp as everyone think we are when it comes to the makeup and the dynamic of a man, the nature of men altogether. Because remember, Eve was made for Adam, not Adam for Eve. He was already here. She just showed up. That's exactly right. And uh, one of the things, uh, Robbie, I told you, you know, one of my favorite quotes there is that uh, a boy without a man is like an explorer without a map. That's it. Wow. And only men can train young boys to become men. It doesn't matter how much a mother loves her son, and she does, but it takes a man to teach a boy to be a man. And I think that Women are the softer vessels, and they are more emotional. Right, and right. sometimes, you know, when men are like, or you have to compartmentalize things, and you have to just think about the mission, the objective, and you have to remove emotion from decisions and and pray, you know, Amen. for that discernment. Amen. And I, I see here where, and what you just mentioned, uh, the parallel theme to find a will, God's will, to, and a work to do, and a woman to love, and one thing that the Holy Spirit gave to me uh, just before I stepped into uh, my uh, union with my wife is that 
we as men have to know how to put ourselves in a woman's place before Christ. And I mean that by saying, he says, husbands, dwell with your wives yes. with understanding. So when we, when we, in gaining that understanding, we have to put ourselves in that position. Yes. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church and that yes. he died for us. So that means, yes, as men, we're Christ's bride. Yes. So once I began to understand that, I said, I have to be a bride to my husband in order to be a husband to my bride. Amen. Amen. Because we are all male and female brides of Christ. Correct. Who he, He's preparing a place and a time to come back and receive us as his bride, the church, not the buildings, not the parking lots, you understand, but as brides, as children, prepare to go and meet their groom, you understand. And so this is so awesome. I'm just so excited that uh, Mr. Savage took time out of his schedule to come and be with us and to share uh, his book, and I want you guys to, he's going to give you some information on how to attain the book. And we want you guys to know that he's going to be a part of, of Disciple Pathway Ministry in the future coming in. Because for me, even as a woman, as a mother of young adult sons, I just think it's imperative for the uh, men to step up, older men to step up and to see where the younger men are and where they're coming from. If you, if even Minister Dion being 27, he's still an older man to a 17-year-old. You understand? Uh, I, when I made mention to Minister Dion and Minister Tevin that Mr. Savage was going to come in today, they just were excited to know that there's someone out there that does have men heart at heart. You understand? Men don't really have a platform in our society to sit down and really come together in unity. But God is pleased when the men come together in unity. Just like you said earlier, it's a lost art where where we're meeting face-to-face. Everything is through Instagram and technology and so impersonable. We barely even look up and make eye contact one with another. There's a disconnect. And one thing we know about the enemy, the prince of the air, he come to steal, kill, and destroy. But even below that, and that was the Lord giving us his his job description. He said, but I can't that they may have life and that more abundant. And the life is in the seed of the sun. So it's no big surprise that everything in our culture and in society today is a direct attack against masculinity, against the male seed. You understand? But we have victory because he said the hill is going to bruise the head of the serpent. Glory to God. We ain't talking from a place and a platform uh, uh, a victim. We're not victimized by no means. We just letting and serving the world notice that, we're on the way, you understand? We're in the game, you understand? And we ain't giving up. We ain't laying down the weapons. We're not going to lay down our tools, our, our sword, our helmet, our breastplate, our belt of truth, our feet shorted with the readiness. Hallelujah. He's calling an army just like he was with Gideon. He's calling an army of men that will step to the front line and gather up these young sons and say, yes, you can, through Christ Jesus, do all things. All things are possible. Women are very instrumental in the things of God. Yes, we are. I'm a woman myself, no doubt. Let's be very clear, you understand. But we have to take a stand in our right position, God being head over Christ, Christ being head over man, man being head over one wife, not the side pieces and all that random. <laughs> and children, obey your parents, for this is well-pleasing in the Lord, you heard me. So we need to take our right purpose, because the only break in the chain is the men. Adam, where art thou? He's still calling today for his sons to come to the front line. 
Who told you you were naked? You heard me? Too many men are listening to what the world say they are and ought to be and making transitions. And Oh, Lord, don't get me started. You heard me? <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot, it's a but lot. we serve a big God who is and who was and who is to come, who is able to do exceedingly above more than we could think of acts. It's not a lost cause. It's not by coincidence, Mr. Savage, that you're here today. Well, let, let me paint a picture for your listeners since this is radio because that's what's great about radio. People love to hear stories. That awesome. is. And young men especially, you know, used to be apprentices to their fathers or, you know, it was around a campfire. And that's why I use this wilderness, because I've just been blessed enough to be around a campfire with this group of older men that I talk about in my book. And when the fire is blazing, you can see one another's faces. You know, it's got this nice uh, glow and and you're talking. And usually when you're backpacking, you're talking about, oh, man, we we saw that bear, you know, on the trail today. And and then but as that fire kind of dies down and all you can make out is the silhouette of your friend and even even further still, maybe just the glow of his mm. cigar or something, mm-hmm. then that's when you're under the firmament. You're looking up at the sky and the stars, and that's when you really get to the truth. That's yeah. when you can really bear yourself and be vulnerable right. with another man and say, you know what, I think I screwed up, right. you know, and confess your sin to another person so that he can hold you accountable right. Right. or get and advice or counsel. Exactly. And, I mean, that's how it takes place, and you have right. to remove all of this Distraction and media and music. Absolutely. And be out there where you can hear the still small voice. That is. That's that's absolutely right. That's awesome. That's that's truly awesome. So uh, I'm just elated. You know, I'm 27 years old just to hear from an older uh, godly man. And I have a I have an audience of young men that listen to this. What would you What would you tell them if they didn't hear anything else today? What would you, What would you tell them from an older man to a generation of of the younger man? To seek out a younger, I mean, an older man who can pour his wisdom into you because it it gives us value. Yeah. Because I think that they're you know the the target of my book is the 20 to 40 year old yes, young man who's yeah. lost in the world. Yeah. And it's not really his fault. It might be because he didn't have a father. He didn't have a coach. He didn't have a pastor or somebody right. that, that gave him the tools that he needed. So how can he do his work Amen. if he doesn't have the tools? So you, to. the first step is, is just in recognition that you have a gap, you know, that there's something that, that is missing. Yeah. And so you go and everybody does, they go out on their path looking for ways to fill that. Some fill it with alcohol and with pornography and with other sinful ways, which, you know, is common and and you you can't blame the young man. But, you know, none of that's going to work. And you have to seek that. And that's what I try to do is put it in a book where, you know, if you don't want to be real open about your weaknesses and your frailties as a man because you're angry. You're angry that maybe – your dad, you know, you have these abandonment issues and you're out there trying to, to prove it, you know, through right. some physical right. stature or fighting or whatever. And so I would just say seek out a Christian older man and he will pour into you wisdom that, you know, I'm I'm an older man, but I, I just have crumbs. You know, the Bible is where the banquet is. Right. But yeah. I still have more than somebody who has nothing. Yes, and sir. so that's yeah. what I'm trying to do is just show people the way so they don't go out and hack their way through the jungle when there exactly. is a path that's already, already been Amen. prepared for you. 
Right. I once I once heard a story of a of an African village and uh, the villagers they were trying to get a hold of the elephants because the elephants would come in through the village and ransack you know and tear up and tear things up you know every biweekly or whatever that case was and mm-hmm. uh, one of the older guys he was like well we're not gonna kill these these young elephants and things like that but what we can do is they went out got some older elephants okay. and they brought them in to the village also right, right. and everything subsided is. no more no more <laughs> carnage no more tearing yes. up no more ransacking so yes. when that the, the when those when the older men when that upper generation that upper class comes in to that village of of, of uh younger men and things like that it's amazing what changes happen because it's it's seldomly talked about the transition into right. manhood, right. like coming from that coming from that boy stage into that man adult stage. It's, yes. it's so difficult. Yes. I call it this almost like the second puberty, yes. right? You know, where you make that huge transition. My college coach told me that what you learn in between the year the years of eighteen and twenty four, you got to draw from that from the rest of life. And so, it's so many young men that don't get anything sewn into them right. within that window of time, and they and they find themselves in their 30s and their 40s but stuck in that 16 year old mindset of what happened uh what what i was lacking or the abuse or the situations or my circumstances and they they never escape that or transition their body transitions time doesn't stop but they don't heart heart wise mind wise transition they don't have any guidelines for biblical masculinity this is what this call is about uh it's it's a it's a lot of work to be done here. Well, There's a lot of work to be done. I have a little definition from this Better Man course of what a real man is. Okay. He courageously follows God's word. Mm. He loves and protects God's woman. Mm. He excels at God's work, oh. and he betters God's world with his children. And this is the important thing: raising up and sending out healthy, well-grounded children is how we as men best contribute to bettering society and ensuring its future stability. And I have to say, you know, I'm a baby boomer from this. We have failed. We have failed. We were the me generation. We were selfish. But I'm not going to let it all fall apart on my watch. So So here's the turnaround. (laughs) (laughs) We're turning it around. That's right. (laughs) The tables are turning. Uh, Mr. Savage, you can go ahead and tell the uh, audience how they can get a hold of your book. Well, uh, if you want to learn more about the book, I have a website, just Mm -hmm. thesavagepath.com. And there's uh, endorsements on there. There's a little bit more information. And uh, there's a button where you can buy it or you can go to Amazon. It's on Amazon. It's also uh, in the bookstores at, at Second Baptist Church. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm telling you, family, this has been a wonderful, wonderful interview. We're going to be hearing from uh, Mr. Savage quite often as he's available to come on and, and, and have this call back to uh, manhood and, and, and minister to our, to our sons as well as to our daughters, but primarily to our sons, because until the children, the men come in, the children are going to continue to be lost. And on a, just like Dion, Minister Dion was saying about the elephant, and they're going to run all over the place. So the men are going to have to be called back to the forefront. Minister Dion uh, is going to close us in prayer. I want you guys to know that we love you. Uh, you guys know how to reach us. Just email me at Robbie, R-O-B-B-I-E, dot Lily, L-I-L-L-Y, 63 at dot com. You know, we're always on the move. We want to serve. So we want you guys to know that this is a ministry of help. This is what we're talking about. Come alongside one another. 
building up one another, advancing the kingdom of God, that no one be left behind. Hallelujah. And we have to be intentional about this. So whatever platform you have, use it for that purpose. We love you. And until next time, Minister Dion is going to close us out in prayer. And we want you guys to be still and be well and know that God is God. In order to step into these things, family, especially speaking to our young man today, you have to receive a salvation. So we're going to close with a prayer. And if you are, are ready to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please utter these words after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus you are welcome in this place of my heart. Yes. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. If you just Amen. uttered those words, we here at Disciple Pathway Ministries believe that you have just stepped into salvation. Welcome into the family. As Mr. Savage said, find a godly man. Find godly counsel and surround yourself with the things Amen. of God. Until next time, family. One voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook.